Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. All right. TikTok says that there's a new way to tell if you're really old. It's the dial up internet sound. Do you remember that sound? The classic one. Jing, jing. Yes, that's right. Uh, Wayne, can you play a clip of that? Yes, that's this, it. This used to be a comfort sound. I know. When you heard that, you're like, I'm about to get on the World Wide Web. And then America Online would say, you're online. Yes. Well, you've got mail. Did you uh, have American Online? Were you an American Online user? You really are asking me that. I don't know. I don't know which service you used. Okay. You know what? I built the computer section on America Online. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So if you did keyword computer keyword commando uh-huh. that you went to like this whole section on America online. So, cause I never paid for American online. I just always used to go to blockbuster video and get those DVD the CDs or DVDs that gave you two months for free. We never paid for it. We just re-upped every two months. You know it's what? Phenomenal. You know why they gave away all those CDs? Why? Is that every time that you signed up using that, that DVD or CD rather, uh, is that blockbuster made two bucks. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. Okay. But- I made so much money giving out you were giving out those CDs. I mean, it's just nuts. You would just hand them out and you had your own little code on there and then you'd oh, get the yes. two bucks? Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. And then also you got some referral fees after that. If they joined and actually got us the service and stuff and like I, that. You know, last time I checked, I was curious about this. Um, I think America Online has, still has 200,000 people. How? What? what? On dial-up. Are you serious? Yes. I didn't even know it was a real, it's still a company. <laughs> Me neither. Me neither. No. Imagine if you gave out, you were at a nice business meeting and you're sitting there and the contact is like, Hey, I'd like to personally contact you. Do you have your email address? And you're like, yes, of course. Kim.commando at AOL.com. <laughs> well, you know, if you do have an at AOL address is that that's a, just a sign like you are over 60 years old. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. No young person's going to have that. Or Hotmail. <laughs> I okay. think it's, no, I don't have a hotmail. You know, I have a Yahoo that I still use for fantasy football, but otherwise I'm out of the old ones. Okay. Speaking of CDs, are you ready for it? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, listen, we've been getting a lot of positive comments about my jokes. I'm not making any comments, a lot of facial, fi- uh, facial positions, but I'm not making any comments about your jokes. Okay. You know who Leanne Rhymes is, right? Yes, okay. of course. Leanne Rhymes has put out a double CD. Really? Okay. Uh, one was her greatest hits. The other one was her greatest flops. It was the best of rhymes and the worst of rhymes. <laughs> <So bad. laughs> it took an hour to get there. Too. <laughs> That's when you know the joke's really bad. <laughs> Do you know who Leanne Rhymes is? Because I have a punchline, but I need you to understand. <laughs> yes. And on that happy note, it's Kim Commando today, right? Our daily fun podcast that you can watch us live on, I don't know, YouTube, Facebook, Rumble, uh, or you can get it as a podcast. I go on Facebook every day and we'll look at the comments and see how many people are watching. Say hi. Yes. Hi. I actually earned a Commando f- top, uh, 
top fan badge this you did. morning. I did oh. for all my activity with uh, Commando and uh, her Facebook page. So you still won't sign up for the free newsletter? I denied the badge. I said I didn't want it. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> it's a bad look for me. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> we don't want that. I'm not a company man. All right, so coming up, we have some news about the mother that they're saying, the mother of all data breaches. What are you going to be talking about? Uh, TikTok. It's got a motto for 2024. What's that? We will be strong in reference to tipping. Oh, God. And then Google search results, they're yeah. getting crappy. They're I mean, getting crappy? Yes. Even know. worse. <laughs> and then later on, we're talking about dogs. Yeah. And what they like to stream, aside from Kim Commando today. Oh, of, of course. course. Every canine loves this show. All right. So the mother of all data breaches, they say 26 billion personal records are out there. story. 26 billion. Okay. What do you think the percentages of all the personal data that's out there? 26 billion records? What's that? 2%? 5%? I mean, <laughs> that's, like that. it sounds like a lot, but it's so much. So it's like the account credentials for Dropbox, X, LinkedIn. I mean, you just name it. Roblox, Yahoo. Which I have on accounts on every single one of those. They say it's a mixture of, uh, like I said, usernames, emails, passwords. Uh, and they say you can go to cybernews.com. Go to cybernews.com. And then you can type in your email address and see if you're one of the 26 billion. You're going to be. <laughs> okay, exactly. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> okay. You're there. It's all there. So what should you do? I have no idea. Delete it. Change all my passwords. <laughs> That's get off it. the grid. Change all your passwords. I know. And like, I don't want to. Okay. Nobody's going to do that. No, there's too many. No, there's too many. I mean, you just named five things that I have all my accounts on. And that's just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to this data breach. I'm not going to go on everything. And then here's the thing. I use LastPass, the, the software that saves all your passwords. Yes. So if I change it on my phone, though, it doesn't change it on the LastPass. So then my LastPass, it doesn't work because it hasn't changed my password. I hate passwords with a passion. So do you remember your passwords? Well, yes and no. I remember the one I used in the beginning. So I'll say, okay, Bank of America, my password is flapjacks. But then when, <laughs> I, when I go to get in and it's like, you don't have a password. Oh, so I change it real quick. The minute I change it, it's gone. I don't know. I could not tell you how my iPhone, my Apple ID, I have no idea what the password is. Because every time I have to do something, I have to change the password. It's so annoying. It's the worst. It is. Why can we not come up with a new system? Well, you know, facial ID, biometrics, pass keys. I mean, that's what they're trying to do. Right. And that's all fine. As long as I'm in this domain of my phone. Right. The minute I go to someone's house and I need to log into my Google account to get something, I'm you're not in the domain. Yeah. You're just, you're I'm just done. I'm toast. And then I'm changing the password and I forget it again. I have about a hundred, last time I checked, 110 different online accounts. That seems low. Really? Yeah. I thought that was like way high. I mean, but everything you have to sign up for an account now, it's like, oh, I want to see what this uh, car looks like. Well, now you got to become a Ford Plus member and you got to log in and create an account so we can steal your ID and then get it stolen from us. I know. It's so annoying. I hate it. There's got to be a better way. Well, you can remember your passwords. I do. You come up like with a sentence. All right. Like, I love Kim Commando. Right. Because I know that would probably be your password. first thing that came to my okay. mind. And then you said you like maybe I is the number one and then a little L and then a big O. And so you come like with your own moniker and then you make each one unique to each individual site by coming up with something at the end. Right. So like I love Commando Facebook. I love Commando Google. 
I love Commando. No, you don't want to do that. That's too easy? Yes. Why? That's how I would remember it. Okay. Well, then you have to come up with something different. What's going to be at the end then? Like, I love Commando, like, uh, dash, you know, one, two, three, four, or, or something like that. Okay. Or a number that means something to you. And then you put like something else at the end. And so, you know, so you can come up with different What's gonna things. What's going to be the something else at the end? Be like, for Facebook, be yeah. like an FK. Okay. Or so not as blunt as the site that I'm in. Exactly. Not as, I don't know, break-inable. That's got to be a word. Uh, so something a little similar to it. I understand. And then you should probably also freeze your credit. Okay. Because this way, if somebody does, does get all your credentials, that they don't go apply for all these credit cards and loans and all that other good stuff. I, I remember when I had the breach with Hulu a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. So the fact is they got into my Gmail account. And now they got in and they saw, I have a, a lawyer and they saw some emails from my lawyer. Now they're emailing everyone in my phone book with a link from my lawyer to log in and sign a document. Ugh. I don't know what I'm going to do. You're just going to have to come up with a new account. No, Close that account. no, they'll have to deal with it. People, <laughs> people in my phone book just have to deal with it. I'm sorry. Okay. I have another joke. <sighs> Great. You ready? Yes. Okay. During a recent password audit, it was found that a blonde, and I can tell a blonde joke because I'm blonde, uh, was using the following password. Mickey Minnie, Pluto Huey, Louie Dewey, Donald Goofy, Sacramento. Why Sacramento? Okay. Because somebody told her that the password had to be eight characters long with a city. <laughs> okay. okay. Now that was a good one. That's good. Okay. I, didn't get, see, I didn't see that one okay. coming. So here's what's going to happen. Okay. So everybody who's listening and watching right now, mm -hmm. they're going to be telling all of their family members and friends these jokes. Oh, sure. And they're not going to give me credit. Why would they? Not at all. They're going to take all the credit themselves. Awful. All right, so coming right back, we're going to talk about tipping. I'm so annoyed at tipping. Yes, we have a story coming up. There's a TikTok video. 2024, tipping is, there's a war on tipping. Yes, and then later on, the favorite streaming show for your dog that you're not going to want to miss. You're on Kim Commando today. Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business... Your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. Hey, welcome back to Kim Commando today. Just want to remind you that if you have not already, you can enter to win a $1,000 computer. That's right, $1,000. It's a PC or Mac, your choice. Just head over to commando.com slash win. That's commando.com slash win. All right, tipping. Woman went to TikTok to complain, and she came up with the slogan, we will be strong in 2024. She went to a, a little booth 
I believe it was in an airport. And she got two items, a drink, some yogurt, walked over, checked them out herself, cashed herself out by herself. No human interaction. There wasn't even an employee at the booth. And it asked her if she would want to give a 10%, 15%, or 20% tip. For what? Exactly. What are we tipping? Whom are we tipping? Another people then just filled the comments with their stories. One person, like you said before, are off the air where the the lowest amount of tip was 50%. Oh my God. That was the low number. (laughs) 50%. Another woman uh, went in and she booked a website. She booked a hotel room on a website. So when kayak, one of those websites and then at the checkout, it had a spot for her to enter in a tip. You know what? I was faced with this. I had an AC guy come over. Okay. And on the bottom of the invoice, it said, would you like to tip him? A service person. Yes. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Oh yeah. That was really fun. And then, then the guy's looking at me like, hmm? so what are you going to do anything? What are, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> did you see that? Did you miss that spot there <laughs> yeah, on the bottom exactly. to give me more money? <laughs> yes. And everything's already so expensive, but what is the reason behind it? Why, why are, is it because it's easy? Because it's on a digital screen. It's on a platform where you don't have to ask for it. You're letting a computer ask for you. Yes. You think that's the number one reason or is that just the only reason? Because I also think that companies understand that they know their employees are not making enough money and they want to subsidize it with us tipping them. I think to a certain extent, you know, they tried that in New York. I don't know if you remember this. And, and it didn't work out very well. Uh, but it was a big time restaurant in New York City where they said, okay, nobody's going to tip the servers anymore. Okay. And we're going to put the tip built into the price of the food. So just add everything up by 25%. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that all sounded like, you know, fine and dandy. But then people said, oh, it's too expensive for us to eat here. Oh, but you were spending the same amount of money if you were tipping afterwards. Right. So it's just a mind, it's a mental thing. It's a mindset thing. And there's so many cultures across this globe of ours. They don't tip at all. Foreigners come to our country and they don't understand the concept of tipping. And then if you went somewhere else and you tipped, it's like an insult. Like this is my job. I take pride in my work. I get paid for what I do. You're not going to hand me money. It's just so weird, but it's gotten so out of hand. But I think it is because of the screen. Because it's just easy. Right. It's just interface. And, and because, you know, I used to work at, um, I did (laughs) at Houlihan's. Oh, the restaurant. Yes. All right. Long, long time ago. Many, many moons ago. Like one of my first jobs. Well, my first job, I worked at Target. Oh, did you? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. In the photo department. Oh, God. Those don't even exist anymore. I know. I I said many moons ago. (laughs) Okay. And then I worked at Houlihan's. Okay. Did you enjoy being a service worker? Um. Well, let me tell you a story. All right. Let me get comfortable. Okay. So I'm working at Houlihan's and I'm, I'm the hostess. Okay. So not a waiter. Well, I, afterwards, I, after I was a hostess, they, you get promoted to be a server. Okay. Okay. So I'm working as a hostess and I think I'm maybe 16 years old Okay. or 17 years old. Prime hostess age. Yes, exactly. And then, um, at those days is that you would, like if somebody was looking for somebody in the bar, they would call and the hostess would page people. Right. Okay. So I get, I don't know anything. And so I get on the, on the whole intercom system and I page, uh, Mr. Jack Mehoff. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I did. 
Mr. Jack Mihoff. Okay. Amanda Hugging Kiss. Did you get that one? And so Stu Pedasso. Okay. So the whole bar just busts out in of laughter. Course. And I'm sitting there going like He must not be there. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> so I was so good at being a hostess. They promoted you. Get her away from the intercom. Exactly. And then I became uh, a waitress. Okay. Which, you know, it was it wasn't a fun job. I wouldn't think. No, it was an awful job. I mean, people stink. I mean, it's a majority, as a whole. People are awful. But at those days, I mean, you weren't even making minimum wage. Right. And then you were really working for your tips. And then, of course, you know, the guys, all the cooks in the back, you know, they were always pinching my butt. And I mean, so I didn't last very long. No. Did you slug someone? (laughs) No, I was just like, this is just not for me. So now when you're faced with this, let's say Starbucks and you get the screen turned around, are you going to tip in 2024 or are you going to be going to be part of the movement? We are strong. I know I'm going to tip. You're still going to tip. Yes. Even though you hate it, even though you sat there and complained just like I did for the last eight minutes. But the thing that I don't like is that when you're at the checkout counter, okay. And you're in the groceries and it says, do you want to save the poor child? And it says $20, $15, $5, other or none. Okay. And if you, and then if somebody says like, it does a twenty dollars. It's like all of a sudden, everybody in the cash register. I was like, "Oh, yay, 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 yay!" Okay, and then like I'm like the nun. Yeah. Okay, because I'm thinking like I don't know where that money's going. Sure. Okay, and I don't know if that's a good nonprofit that it's going to. What is the percentage of my dollar that's actually going to get to the help that child? Okay. What do you do? Let me tell you a crazy story connected to that. So instead of the digital version of that. There was a bucket. Okay. It was a. It was like a kid's uh, sand bucket, and taped to the outside was a picture of a young girl who looked sickly, uh, like she had cancer. And then it said this foundation on the side and how to contact them on website, and then big red letters, please donate. And I'm in line at the local grocery store. Almost said the name. And there's a gentleman in front of me. And he looks over and he's just kind of, you know, just like nervous energy. He's getting his groceries and he twists the bucket around to look at it. It's his own daughter. No. Yes. And he freaks because he had no idea who this organization was. He had never heard of this charity. Wow. They had just taken the image off of Facebook and he's grabbing the bucket. And when he grabbed the bucket, spilled some of the change around. And the woman, the, the cat, she doesn't know. And she's like, sir, please put that down. Sir, please put that down. He's like, this is my daughter. So they call over the manager and he explains that. And I'm standing right there because I'm right behind him in line. Right. Someone had stolen the picture, put it on the bucket and was just collecting money off his kid. Isn't oh, that insane? That's evil. Yes, it's very evil. I don't do it either. I agree with you. Any charity, I'm going to research. There's a great website called Charity Navigator. Yeah, I love that. A resource I absolutely trust. I will not give to a charity unless at least minimum of 90% goes to the cause. But yeah, I don't do that either. Even the whole, will you round up? I mean, I feel like such a horrible person by saying, no, I'm not going to give you 16 cents to round up to the nearest dollar, but I don't do it. Well, you can round up if, and now there's a way that you can save money. Well, right. yeah, that's if, true. If you are rounding up. I, that happens in my bank account where the difference goes to my savings. But I did read somewhere that the grocery stores are making like 
I want to say like $700 million a year. In that charity drive? Yes. Because they get a cut? Yes. <sighs> Isn't that nuts? It's out? just a pyramid scheme. It's crazy. So I made a prediction in October, November of 2022. And I said that web pages would be dead. Okay. Within three to five years. All right. So I have a story that really confirms that that's going to be the case. So you just basically are spiking the football that you were right. Yeah. Okay. 100%. All right. It's worth the show. So anyway, you don't want to miss that. Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. Hey, it's Kim Commando today. Just a quick reminder that you can watch us live on YouTube and Facebook and Rumble, and you can also get it as a podcast. So if you're watching us, hey, we love that. But if you would like to get the podcast, just you can go ahead and search for Kim Commando today, wherever you get your pods. Now, if you're listening and you'd like to see our beautiful faces, okay, smile, Andrew. Yes, you can see us uh, live or, you know, afterwards on YouTube and Facebook and Rumble and other places, just Twitch. I mean, you name it. We are just going to totally be there. Putting it everywhere. All right. So uh, Google has a company that they've hired called Appen. Appen. A-P-P-E-N. And uh, they have cut their $89 million contract with them. They would pay them $89 million a year. So they had to deal with a pen. Now they're cutting it off. Right. So what did a pen do? A pen made sure that every Google search, uh, the ads came first. Uh, no. Oh. They actually had human beings. Okay. And that would look at search results to make sure that the top search results actually went to a good page. That sounds like a pretty good uh, deal to have for Google. You're right? making your website and your product better. but. They cut off the contract with a pen. And so starting in March, they're not going to have those 10,000 people anymore uh, verifying search results. So I'm going to search Kim Commando. And the first thing that's going to come up is Michelin tires because no one's sitting there verifying that the search results are good. Right. And so people that are spiking the search results for like SEO. Right. Manipulating it. Okay. They're going to win. Exactly. So you start thinking to yourself, like, what's going on with Google search and the whole industry. Why would they do this? Why would they hurt their own product? Right. Unless they have some way to do it with AI. Sure, that's possible. Okay, that's a possibility. Um, unless they're just going to be betting the farm on Google Bard. Okay, again, okay. another possibility. Because website traffic as a whole is going like, mm, because think about it. You don't need to go to WebMD to figure out if that rash is going to kill you. No. You could just go to ChatGPT 
put a picture in and say, is this rash going to kill me? But is it, is chat GPT normalized that much that it's affecting the market? It's affecting the industry that much. Yes. Okay. It is. Um, because, because you don't need to go to a search and then go to a website anymore. It's interesting. You say that I noticed my, I caught myself yesterday. I needed to call my daughter's dentist office and I just went on Google maps I wow. didn't even go to a Google search. I went to Google maps, put in the dentist, clicked on the link in the dentist and they have a phone button right there. And Love I that. called it, yeah. but I didn't use Google something I would have used a Google search for prior. So we're not going to search sites. No, now we're going to search answers. And right. so whether using Bard, uh, I really like perplexity.ai. Have you tried that one I yet? I haven't. I'll have to look into yeah, that. That's a really good one. I'll Google it and I'll end up at another <laughs> wrong website. <laughs> exactly. Be like, what was that? I don't think Kim was talking about that. Pepsi.com. <laughs> um, so, so the whole Google search industry and people that have websites, think about the ramifications of this. If the website truly goes away, I mean, I'm talking about you know, people will have like brochures on the web. I'm talking about informational websites like the L.A. Times just cut 20 percent of their staff. OK, eBay cut a thousand employees today. Really? Because they're doing their popularity is at an all time high. OK, uh, Wayfair, they cut sixteen hundred people and they cut seventeen hundred people last year, mostly remote workers. Uh, so you're starting to see. Uh, a fundamental shift. We really are. And what's happening on the internet and, and the ramifications go are just so widespread. I mean, because you're also talking about the advertising industry. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, people that are filling like our website, their company is not doing well. When I say Philip, we do something on commando.com called preheader bidding. And what that means is that when you hit commando.com is that behind the scenes, it's almost like the stock market. Okay. So it's like Pepsi will say, well, I'll pay this much for that ad. And then Coke will say, no, I'll pay In this real one. time. Oh, yes. Just nanoseconds. All this is going on. Well, that company, you know, that's how they make their money is that they put all these ads in all these different websites. Okay. If traffic goes down on all these websites, right. their revenue is going down. What about all the website developers, the programming languages? But how would templates? Yeah, it's a lot of jobs. Yes. How would though ChatGPT replace something like Wayfair? I mean, if if we want to go buy a couch online, how will, you would still need that resource of a website? You know, it, there is so much money waiting to be made for ChatGPT if you could put in maybe your floor plan, okay, and then so, and then it will recommend couches. AI right. will recommend couches. Chat GPT will take the order for that couch. This is going to come. Yeah. And they'll just get a service fee over the top. Exactly. Okay. Because why should I go to chat GPT and ask, you know, what is the best battery charger? And it gives me like SanDisk or Anchor or whatever it may be. Right. And without giving me a link to Amazon to go buy it. But what, what the fear there is, is that we're only going to have four or five retailers that are going to break through because the AI will determine these are the five best and they'll never go to the sixth or seventh or eighth options. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, the world, as we see it, a lot of people don't realize this and I know I'm getting like philosophical here, mm -hmm. but, but the world as we see it right now on the internet is totally getting blown up. And if you can't see it and if you don't respond to it, if you're not ahead of this, you're just going to be left in the dust. 
But what is going to happen to those other 89 websites that sell couches? They're just going to go away? Eventually, yes. Wow. That's crazy. I I really believe that. I mean, think about what the iPhone did in 2007 when it was first announced to where it is today. Right. Okay. And 2007 is not that long ago. We we talked about America Online in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you don't innovate, you evaporate. It's true. Okay. So they're still sitting there, AOL. You know, showing, you know, People Magazine articles or whatever it is. <laughs> Ads for Kodak Film. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, you know, trying to make money on the back end with affiliate deals to clean your PC or whatever it may be. When really that this is just, this is just such a, a fundamental shift. So tell me one thing you're doing to prepare for the shift. Because you make your money par- partially off of your website. Yes, and so in uh, 2022, when I first got a look at ChatGPT, as I sat there in November and December saying, oh, no, right? <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is not going to be good because websites are going to go away. Um, radio revenues and ratings, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, podcast is going to kill radio. And, you know, they've been saying everything's going to be killing radio forever. Right. You know, it's since the day I started. Uh, exactly. Uh, and then, of course, you know, we have, what, two and a half million podcasts mm-hmm. that are out there on anything from like, you know, being a chameleon manager to whatever may, you know. <laughs> I don't know if that exists, but we should start it. Actually, chameleon there, manager podcast. No, actually, there is one. A chameleon manager? Yeah, like it's a guy Taking who, care of your chameleon? Yes, The exactly. podcast? Yes. And the guy has like, like I don't know. Talk like, about narrow casting. He's got like 200 listeners. Hey, it's more. <laughs> that's not bad. Way more than I thought it was going to be. One of the podcast um, companies, the, the manager told me about it. Oh, okay. Because I was like, what? And he's like, I'm like, you know, and of course we have all the ones that, you know with daddy in the title. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But, uh, so I kind of sat there and said, okay, so how can we be different? Okay. Uh, And for those of you who don't know, I mean, we're not part of any big network. No, no, we're not. You are the network. Exactly. I mean, we're not part of iHeart or Westwood or CBS or ABC or anybody like that. And, um, I really think that our niche is going to be not being AI because I really believe that, as AI starts taking over, that more and more people are going to gravitate towards the human touch. Sure. And what's real? What is, what is authentic? Uh, what is done by a human that I can trust and it's not by AI that may be biased because it was programmed to be biased? So to that end, uh, I'm not divulging any real secrets here, but um, I went to the team here, Jeremy and Allie and a whole bunch of other folks, and I said in January, I said, we're going we're gonna to blow up things. <laughs> okay. And we are going to be more personality driven. Okay. Okay. Um, we're going to get rid of the 20 million newsletters that we're sending every month. Honest to God, we're sending 20 million email newsletters a month. To this day? No, not to this day. Uh, actually, we're getting close again to the 20 million, but we were sending 12 newsletters a day. Wow. That's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. And it's so much that people would just forget about it. Exactly. And then I started thinking like, you know, who wants to get 12 million news, 12 newsletters a day? Nobody. And then I looked at the open rates and the open rate was like, if we were happy, it was like five or 10%. It was like, oh, well that's doing great. Right. And then inside the newsletters, we had a company who was putting in ads. So we weren't really selling the ads in the newsletter. Right. 
And the ads were horrible. Because they were just taking whatever they could get. Exactly. I mean, so we were like, you know, colon cleanse and toe to fungus. Oh, colon cleanse. Yes. I mean, it was just like, and I would look at it and go like, oh God, that picture of the toe fungus. That's awful. And your face is right above <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. It's like, oh, good for the brand. Yeah. This is good times. Um, so in March, I launched the newsletter, one newsletter. And some folks here uh, were like, and this was March of last year, yes. 2023. Yeah. We're like, where are you doing this? This is not good. This is never going to work. And I would hear like scuttlebutt. Mm-hmm. You know? And then I would have meetings like, no, this is great. We're going to do this. We're going to give one newsletter day, just one great newsletter. And, and it's going to be loaded with content. And we are going to vet anybody who wants to advertise in this newsletter. Anybody. Um. And we're not going to link out to like our website. It's not going to be clickbait. Whatever you want to read is going to be inside this newsletter. So it was very well thought out. And I hired um, newsletter consultants. I hired uh, people who started the hustle newsletter. Yeah. Okay. And so we put together this newsletter. And then in in March, I said to Jeremy, one of our IT geniuses here, um, just give me the names of people who are actually engaged. So of those 20 million, the 5% that are actually opening it. Even, even less than that. Okay. I guess I want the people who are actually like reading it and clicking on things. I just want the people who are actually cared to get this. Okay. And so we ended up with about 140,000 names. Okay. Okay. And it was a big roll of the dice. Did you unsubscribe the rest? Yes. Wow. That's bold, man. Yes. Yes. Okay. And kind of took a deep breath and said, okay, this is, this is what we're going to do. We're going to pivot. We have to pivot. And because of AI, because of websites and because of podcasts and radio, we're going to pivot. We're just going to do this. And, uh, and sure enough, we start seeing the web traffic going down. And so, you know, March of last year and April of May, it was a little rough around here because Every single day we're doing a newsletter and we're trying to figure out how it works behind the scenes, deliverability and open rates and click to open ratios and all this stuff. Um, I had to get verified by Google and spend $5,000 on that where I had to actually hold up my passport and my driver's license so that this way I could send mail to Gmail in a bulk format, which we never did before. I mean, we never got all those approvals. So we did things like from the bottom up and, um, and then we started getting all this great feedback. I mean, I wish I could show it to you right now. Maybe when we, you know, I'll show it to you um, that like this morning we had, I want to say like 15,000 people that gave it a thumbs up. Okay. Okay. And 600 people gave it a thumbs down. So, but oh, going 400,000. 470,000. I apologize. That's what we have now. I know, but I didn't. I know, but but it's just astounding and to me. you're not even a year in and you tripled. And we have, uh, last week we had, I don't know, 7,000 new subscribers. And That's so, great. so the, now, so it's churning, it's mm-hmm. churning, it's churning. And so, you know, all of us are looking at, we have a, a monthly meeting about all the numbers and where we look at website numbers, listeners, and, and you know, um, 
website visitors, bounce rates, and, uh, you know, just everything that goes into it. And so, you know, June, July, August, it'd be like, mm, Those were some scary yeah. meetings. Yes, because it's like. <laughs> How about the people that have to tell you the numbers? It's oh, like, it's can like, I be sick today? I do not want to tell her this. Yes. And I'd be like, well, um, it's going to get better. <laughs> well, yeah, you did it. It's not like you can say, blame Paul down the hall. No, it was you made me. the decision. I did. I made that decision. And then September, we start seeing like the revenues. Then I hired, you know, Tracy. I hired Tracy. And, you know, Kip's selling and we have Kurt. And, uh, and we start seeing the numbers going up. But what's interesting is that the numbers started going up all around. Because now people were engaged with the content. Right. And they wanted the content. And so whereby, you know, last year, if we made, I don't know, say $40,000 off of Amazon affiliate links, mm -hmm. we were like really excited about that. Okay. We did that double in one month. Nice. So it's working and it's fabulous. And it's, but this is just the starting point to what, my ultimate goal is, which I'll tell you some other time because we're going along. World domination. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. That was our uh, expensive sound effect. This is really good. But I'm um, so excited. About I can it. tell in your face. Yeah, I'm so excited because it's like, you know, you were able, I was able to create something that people love and I love to do it. And it's unfortunate that you won't get the newsletter. Uh, I'm going to be the one millionth I know subscriber. you will be. You will be. You will be. So is there a time that you will close the doors on commando.com and it will just become a single page? It's got a little bio scribed to the Let newsletter. me tell you what we're doing with commando.com. All right. I'm asking okay. all the good questions. Okay. Charles is brilliant. Okay. Have you met Charles? I haven't. Charles, he's our, he's our web back end, front end guy. Okay. Charles came up with this phenomenal web design. I can't wait. I'm not going to tell everybody about it. But I looked at it and I was floored when he showed me what he wanted to do with commando.com. I totally floored. When are you launching this? Uh, I, have a, I have a meeting with Charles on Friday. So soon? No, Sooner no, no. Later. No, Friday, we're going to set the, you know, we're going to set a deadline. Okay. This. But when you see the website, it's, it's going to be, it's so innovative, but it also is future thinking. Right. I was going to say, it goes along with your thought process yes. that this is going to be obsolete. Yes. And then the community, we're doing surveys on the commando community right now uh, because I think that needs to be totally blown up. And so that's going to be blown up next. So anyway, there's just all kinds of things going on. All right. Cool. Okay. Good story. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. 
Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. All right. Do your dogs watch TV? Yeah. Okay, what do they watch? I usually just put on sports or news. Is that what they ESPN. like? They just like the sound. They like something in the background. Okay. See, my grandfather, Harold, was a harness racer. Do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they sit on the little trot. Right. And they trot around. Them. Okay. So my mom would like to watch the harness racing. Okay. And so when she would put on the, the horse races, is Abby would actually sit there. And watch Pay attention. Well, hey, watch the races. A lot of movement, lots of color. Well, I can't right. say color, but it probably looks like dogs. That's what yeah, I thought. Probably, you know, it's something land. like that. Anyway, a new study says that Scooby Doo, or Lassie, or the National Dog Show. So dogs actually want to watch dogs. That's right. They're most interested in watching other dogs on the screen, but also wild animals, cats, livestock, and horses. So that they're actually interested. So if you put up a soap opera, they're going to have no interest because it's just people sitting around talking about, you know, murdering each other. But if it's an actual <laughs> animal program, they're going to be interested. And then, but what do you think the favorite sports are? You're a sports guy. I'm going to say, man, fastest paced basketball. Okay. That's one. Hockey. Nope. No. Football. Uh, soccer and basketball. Okay. Those are similar sports though. It's back. It's side to side, constant action. That makes sense. And then came football and baseball. Okay. They're all like side to side action. Well, but baseball slows down. Football slows down. Basketball and soccer are constantly moving. I get that. That makes sense. Baseball. I don't really like baseball. I don't think anyone does. I think (laughs) uh, it's got a huge decline here in America. And I've become a huge soccer fan in the last three years. Really? Oh, yeah. I wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning, watch English Premier League. Absolutely love it. Why do you like it so much? Yeah. The, first of all, the fandom, the, how people in, in England are connected oh, to so their- they're so obsessed. They're fanatics. Yes. And I love it. I love the storyline, and they're, they're amazing athletes. I can't, you know, you're very athletic. You couldn't run the way no. they run for that long of time and not be winded and still have a second energy to score a goal in the 89th minute. Well, maybe if I was making as much money as they do. Yeah, I mean, I'd get in a better shape if you're going to pay me that much. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. So I think that, I think we're doing really well with the podcast. Are you? Yeah, I haven't gotten a report from you on uh, the first three days. I think it's great. Good. Although, it's better than I think it's awful. What did you say? What was the sentence I said I said it to Barry Which last one? night when we were driving? You lost your the- penis privileges? Yes. That one? <laughs> he was like... We were driving in Barrett Jackson. I just tell him the holster. I said, I was laughing so hard. My eyes were watering and I tried to explain it to him. And he's like, penis privileges. He's like, I can't. He's like, you guys are talking about penis. privileges." Just have him download the podcast. It'll all make sense. I'm like, no, you know, I said, you know, it's like one of those things where you try to tell somebody the story. Yeah, it just doesn't work. You yes. had to be there. It's a classic. You, you had, to, had be there. to be there. You had to be there. All right. So on that happy note, thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget. We need you to tell at least one person about our podcast. And if you're looking for the Kim Commando show podcast, well, that's where you have to go someplace else for that. You can go on Apple. You can go on Spotify. Uh, you can also join the commando community and you're going to love it. And you should do that now because I'm telling you, I'm going to be increasing the price. So you want to make sure that you get in now before I put the price up. (laughs) Hey, listen, maybe I should just get tips. You know what? We should be asking for tips. You go to commando.com. First thing you see is 10%, 15% (laughs) or 20%. No, no. Uh, 20, 30, 50. (laughs) Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you. All right. We'll see you here. Same time, same channel tomorrow.
This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 